Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Our God is real. Ephesians chapter 3, I'll read from verse 14 quickly. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, to him, we is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what, I mean, all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. To all generations forever and ever. Amen. But I'm told to just read the next line of the next chapter so that you can just come through into the future. I therefore The prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you are called. With all lowliness and gentleness and long-suffering, bearing with one another in... All right, I'll stop there. Two principles operate in the kingdom of God. Two principles govern the kingdom of God. Two principles. You hear it over and over in many dimensions, with many anecdotes, with different stories and parables. Two principles. There may be more, but they are a subset of these two principles. And this is it. Number one. Love. Everything that God is and God will ever be is love. Number two. Seed and harvest will never cease. You want to witness the power of God on earth? Mind is true. You find it everywhere from Genesis to Revelation. I perceive strongly in my spirit man that some will not have to come back before they begin to see the miraculous. I perceive that some will get up from here with it. In the name of Jesus. I perceive that many testimonies will be given out of these services. Even in the future, in the name of Jesus. Many children will give the testimonies as adults and as parents. In the name of in the name of Jesus. We give God the glory, we give him the honor. Nobody can determine how far God will use him. But you can always cooperate with God so that you can maximize all that God wants to do in your life. But nobody can say, God, you are going to use me this way. You can wish it. But if God doesn't, you can't do anything. David wanted to build the temple. God said, no, you won't build it. But you still build it by inference, but not you. 
I'll let your child build it. That's to you, but I want Solomon to build it. I appreciate you, David, but no Solomon will build it. So if God does not permit, it can never be done. Now, this was a prayer. Yeah. That is saying something very fundamental. What is it? Everything that God has done can be opened and accessed by prayer. This was Paul praying. This was Paul praying. Paul had experienced God in a dimension that very few had experienced God. And Paul was saddled with the responsibility of bringing many to the place where he was, that Christ would be formed in the heart of man. Paul was he who said, my little children over my labor until Christ be fully formed in you. So he had experienced Christ in a way that many hadn't. And he was saddled with that. Like, God, look, look, you go tell them of me and make more like yourself. Just like Jesus, he came the son of the living God and that's it behoves him to bring many sons into glory. That's God. There's no selfishness in God. No atom of selfishness. It's man that when he takes a step, he doesn't want anybody to come there so that they can always take on babake. Not God. God will bring everybody to that same platform. That's God. That's God. See, if there are secrets in the kingdom of God, they are hidden. There are things that are hidden from those who don't belong. Everything that God is and that God has, he has totally and fully revealed to us by his spirit. God doesn't keep anything back. And the more he reveals, the more he becomes. So that now goes to say that there is never a competition in God. Paul was praying. Who was Paul? Where was Paul? Paul was in prison. He had his own problems. And yet he was praying that they would become like Jesus. He was praying for their future, for their establishment, for their accomplishment in life. But he was going through stuff. I thought Paul's life said, no, why would God abandon me here? Why would God do this? Why is this happening to me? God, deliver me, deliver me. And 90% of his prayer should be, God, deliver me. God, this thing. Strike, strike Caesar. Strike him dead. God, no. So, what about Paul's deliverance? Oh, it will be in the harvest of his seed. What about Christ's achievement in life in the harvest of his seed? What about the victory that you are looking for in the harvest of the seeds you are sowing? Ask, it shall be. Matthew chapter 7. Seek and you shall. Knock and it shall be. For everyone, not some. For everyone who asks, that means you get everyone. For everyone who seeks, for everyone who knocks, Matthew 7, 7, 8, 9. Or what man it is among you, if when his son, is there a son in the house? We ask for bread, he will give him a stone. Your son? No, you won't do that. Or as for fish, you give him a scorpion? No. Even the wicked of this world know how to do good to their children. How much more? Your heavenly Father give to you the Holy Ghost. 
or give good things to them, how much more will your Heavenly Father give good things to those who ask Him? Now watch this. Next verse. Therefore, now this is where you're going to, this, 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 is, this, this, is, this, is, this is the application. This is what you can do to get it to you, 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 you. I mean you hearing me now, me. Therefore, whatever you want man, I thought you were asking from God. I thought you were asking God. You are knocking from God. You are seeking from God. So whatever you want men to do, God will use men. Whatever you want men to do to you, do what? Do what? So just look at it. You are asking, you are seeking, you are knocking, and you are asking God. God says, go do to men. Go do to men. I am the source. Go do to men. So you can begin to see the principles there in the life of Paul. And that's why for people like Paul, which you are fast becoming and much more in the name of Jesus, selfless prayers. Totally selfless prayers. So where are your own stuff taken care of? In the harvest. So let's, let's quickly look at the elements of his prayer. And then we realize that Paul was a man of prayers. Hello. Come on, are you there? Pastor Taiwo, are you saying that my troublesome, or my troubled rather, my troubled son, or my distracted daughter will be restored when I begin to pray generally for people? Very likely. That doesn't mean that you are not mindful of what you are going through and you are not concerned about it. But when you begin to say, God, help me, it will give you some assignments. You'll be praying for your daughter, you'll be praying for your son, but you find yourself praying for his daughter, his son, praying for his marriage, praying for the cause of God, and you'll be wondering, what's taking me that way? But because we don't know how to pray as we ought. But the spirit takes hold with us with groaning that cannot be uttered. God now takes over the prayer and pray through us in a way and manner that will be acceptable to him and results are inevitable. But Paul died in the prison. That was the way it had been determined from eternity. Do you think I will achieve more if I'm considering the problems in this house today? The person who is hurting, the person who has been betrayed, the person who is, who is, he, I mean, who is ill, the person who, who, who lacks, the person whose marriage is going, and so many. How do I pray? How do I get results? I say, Father, in the name of, if I pray this kind of prayer of power which was born out of the Spirit and out of conviction, that prayer is bubonche. That's what my parents used to call M and B. M and B was the miracle drug before antibiotics. Come on. I didn't know the meaning. I go and read it. I didn't understand your so much. Bubonche. I said, what's bubon? Bubonche. Then my dad was saying, this one answers. Ha! So if you have headache, M and B. If you have stomachache, M and B. If you have sore, they will grind it, M and B. M and B. See, see, for us in the ministry, this is the secret. 
Where did Paul get it from? John chapter 17. Go see, Paul, go see Jesus at prayer. <laughs> Praise God. So let's quickly look at the elements of the prayers. So what did he pray? Maybe one more thing to say about prayers before you go. Even Jesus said that, look, if men don't pray, they will faint. If men don't pray, they will fall. If men don't pray, they'll be discouraged. If men don't pray, they'll be overwhelmed. If men don't pray, they will lose out. If men don't pray, they'll become cowardly. We are not created to be cowardly, but without prayers, we'll become cowards. Luke 18.1 So Paul prayed. And what did he pray? He said, about my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The pastor that is not praying is playing. The father, the husband that is not praying is playing. Your ability will always tend to zeal at the end of the day, but in the spirit, it ever grows. So what did he pray? That God will grant you to be strengthened with what? Yeah, that he will grant you, wait, 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 that he will grant you how? Come on, help me, help me, help me. That he will grant you how? According to his riches in or to the riches of his glory, then what will happen according to the riches of his glory? To be strengthened with what? Mm. By his spirit. Where? That's it. You see what will happen when that begins to take place. Glory be to God in the highest. Put it back there. Uh, one preacher said, if you look at it, you can look at the prayers and see three things that Paul prayed for. Amazing. God will grant you Verse 16, God will fully enable you. Verse 18, God will fill you. Verse 19b, that's the end of the prayer. And then God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above according to the power that works in you. According to his riches, to the riches of his glory, you see, a man cannot give you beyond what he has. Hello, a man cannot give, no matter how much they brag, you can't give what you don't have. No, we as men, we can be prideful. When I say men, I'm using generically, I mean men, women, as human beings. We can be prideful, we can pride ourselves in what we have. But the truth is, what you have is limited. A man cannot give you what he doesn't have. And furthermore, the Bible says, really, come to look at it. What do you have? Except as you have been given. So it's no occasion to brag. The wind blows where? See God. See Paul. Say God will grant you. Say grant me. How does God grant? According to his riches. That's what I'm saying. God will give you according to God. God will give you according to who he is. He will give you according to what he has. See, God can be trusted. He can heal you. He can sustain you. He can enrich you. He can deliver you. He can save you. He can strengthen you. They are all within his ability. So according to his riches and glory, not out of his riches and glory, according to his riches and glory, God doesn't have a problem. 
Paul says, I'm not saying according to Paul's riches. I'm not saying according to Paul's ability or Peter's ability. My prayer that God will meet you and grant you according to his riches in glory. God's standard. Not out of, out of, I have one million, I give you out of it, you can never get more than one million. But if it's according to my riches in glory, you may get two million. Because that's the way I'm seen. That's the way I am. That's, the, that's who I am. It's not just the way God is seen. That's who he is. God will grant you according to his riches in glory. That should dissolve any fear or doubt in the name of Jesus. You are a child of God. According to his riches in glory, to be what? Strengthened. Woo! That means to establish you. Hello? Mm-hmm. To empower you, to make you adequate. Hebrews 13 20. Say, God will make you perfect for your assignment. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing less. By the blood of Jesus. That you'll be fulfilled in every good work. Only God. So he said to be strengthened according to Jesus' glory with what? Might. Glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. So before I begin to go further, who is strengthening us? Please. Come on, talk, 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 talk. Pastor Tago cannot strengthen you that way. I can encourage you. I can open your eyes to it. But you got, it's for your taking. Then you have to reach out and take it. It's only God that can strengthen you. Hello? How does it strengthen you? According to his riches and glory, it's not compared with anybody, anyone's anything on earth. It's according to God. Hallelujah. So in the place of your, of your assignment, you'll be master. No, but that's the truth. That's the truth. You are created for the miraculous. And how does this, how, how does it do it? Grant you out of riches to be strengthened, uh-huh, to be empowered, to be enabled, to be established there. So anytime anybody turns in that direction, they would have their heart for the God you serve. Makes you fit. Isaiah chapter 11, it said the spirit of God will be upon him. The spirit of what? Wisdom. The spirit of what? Understanding. The spirit of what? Counsel. The spirit of what? Might. God will always baptize you with might for any assignment on earth. Hello? Glory be to God in the highest. So God does it. So how does he do it? Out of riches? With what? With power. When God strengthens you, it's with might. It's with power. Comparing how? Come on. uh, um, Ephesians 1, 19, 20. And say that you will know the exceeding greatness of his what? Power. Towards you. Paul was praying there again. That was Paul prayer again. Paul prayed a series of prayers. What was the prayer? That your eyes, just yes, understanding, will be enlightened, that you will know the exceeding greatness of his power towards you who believe. How, what kind of power is that? That can, the same power he demonstrated when he raised up from the dead. Hear me in the place of your assignment. Empowered, nothing can stop you. You say your assignment, is this just ministry? What's your ministry? Your ministry is only when you open the Bible? No. Is how you interact with the world as a son from this kingdom. Is where and how you engage the world. You will excel. That's it. No man will be able to stand against you. 
because you are what? Strengthened with might. You are strengthened for the journey. You are empowered for the journey. You can only excel in the name of Jesus. Give you an example. Ah, the place of Jericho. At the place of Jericho, I mean, Joshua came out and he saw huge, a giant creature, an angel of the Lord with a sword drawn. Joshua said, wait a minute. Are you for us or against us? Joshua, to that size of an angel, a heavenly warrior. But what gave him the gods? Strength! He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. And he said, no, I've come as a, host, as a captain of the host. Oh, then you are for us. What gave him the audacity to challenge? Strength. Hello? Hello? So what's your place of assignment? As a husband? As a place of assignment? As a wife? Yes. As a parent? Yes. Oh, as a CEO? Yes. As a governor? Yes. Oh, Pastor, I say in your place of assignment, you cannot fail. You cannot. See, there are certain things that when you know, fear will vanish. Because at the end of the day, God will glorify. If I am doing it in my strength, I'm in trouble. That is by his strength. I'm talking of every born again child of God. Follow me closely. Does God make mistakes? No. Are there struggles? Oh, there will always be. The world will always be the world. The devil will always be the devil. What about the church? Let the church be the church. With authority. With confidence. Strengthened. Always empowered. For the battle. Strengthened with might. With fortitude. So what are we saying? It will never be by power. It will never be by might. Only be by the Spirit of God. How? Sending with might through His Spirit. And that reminds me quickly, ladies and gentlemen, as He was being baptized, coming out of the water, Jesus Christ Himself, the pioneer, the first one on this mission on earth, representing the kingdom of God, as He was coming out, the heavens opened and the Holy Ghost descended and the voice of God came out. You are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hell heard, the earth heard. The Bible said when he came out of the water, he was led of the Spirit. My question is this, how did he achieve? You know what he was doing? He was demonstrating how to walk victoriously on earth. He was showing us the pattern, you and I. He was led of the Spirit, even into the wilderness. God led him to be tempted. So why are you surprised when there are troubles in the place of your assignment? Have you ever seen those who are sent to attacking you before? If you've never witnessed that, you're probably still playing. I'm not joking. The very one you are called to, attacking you to your face. Is that the time to say, God, punish them? Ah, you are the loser. God have mercy. Don't you ever think that they called you? They didn't call you. 
He called you. And you are called to them. Praise the Lord. I'm talking of might in the inner man. So the Spirit of God led him. How will the Spirit lead you to where you'll be tempted? Eh? I think some of the theology of today will say, that can never be God. I hear you. Jesus was led to be tempted. Shut up. By the Spirit of God. He was in the wrong place. <laughs> and when he came back, the angels ministered to him. The Bible said he returned in, he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. Can you see the, the necessity of being strengthened? So don't be surprised when witches attack you. Don't be surprised when your house is under fire in the spiritual realm. And don't be surprised when sometimes what people just get easily, you try, you struggle. Mm -hmm. It's not because some powers are stronger than the power of God. It's not because your great-grandfather's sin is still affecting you. Don't, don't give the devil the praises that doesn't belong to him. Through the Spirit. Where? In the inner man. God doesn't waste time. See, you can mind the outside. God will deal with the inside. When your core, when your inner core is saturated with God, your outside will follow. We don't need to spend the whole Sunday preaching, do not fornicate. We don't need to spend the whole, I mean, use the whole year preaching, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not commit murder, do not lie. Now, that's childishness. What's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor. If you love your neighbor, will you kill? Will you steal? Will you take his wife? Will you covet his children? Will you be angry because God is blessing him? Can you see that one prayer can save your family totally? So where does God strike? Look at his prayer. He said, look, see all of them here? Fire them in the inner man. That was his prayer. I may not be there with them. They may be tying me down in chains. But Holy Ghost, fire them in the heart. Then let's see whether you can arrest the whole world. The joy of every father is that your son becomes superior in life. Your daughter becomes superior in life. The joy of every teacher is that your students become, wow, the president, the CEO, the director, the apostle. Yeah. If you have a problem with that, then listen to this. Why will it strengthen you in the inner man with mind, by spirit, according to his riches, that Christ may dwell by faith. Hello? And what happens if Christ dwells in your heart, or when Christ begins to dwell in your heart by faith, you'll be grounded and rooted in faith, in hope. No, you'll be grounded and rooted in mercy, in love. And look at the choice of words. Grounded, rooted. Ask farmers, ask botanists, ask biologists, agriculturists. The, lo the, the longer, the more established the root of a tree, the bigger 
the stronger. As architects, if you're going to build a 10-story building, your foundation must measure up. You don't, you don't build a five-story building on the foundation of a two-story. So the deeper you go, the more formidable you become. Deep and wide. That's the kingdom. The deeper you go, the wider your influence. Come on. <laughs> the more you appeal to the dying world, the more of a lighthouse you become, the deeper you go. God will strike at the heart. After all, the Bible said that the day you go born again, he said his love was what? Shed abroad in your heart. You see the whole essence of the prayer. So what will happen? 18. So that, so what will happen? How does that apply to you? You begin to comprehend with all saints. So what is the heritage of the saints? Ability to comprehend. What's comprehending? Knowing, grasping, and being full in good grasp of this love. And what is the width, the length, the depth, the height? And that you may know. 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 What is knowing? See, talk is cheap. Anybody can preach. Anybody can teach. But very few people can live it. But I know you are living it. That was his prayer. And before God and man, that's my prayer for everyone who is hearing me in the name of Jesus. That's my prayer. Uh, that you may know the love of Christ. Watch this. That you may know something that is beyond knowledge. I have my personal position. Oh, I see saw him last week. Really? Oh, yeah. He said, what happened to you? Ah, I'm having this headache. I tried to shake it. It didn't go. I prayed. Uh, fine. But I can stay there in faith. And I am still staying. I mean, I still stood there in faith. But then it was easier for me to say, wow, well, Holy Ghost doctor, God bless you. He said, What's wrong with this head now? He said, uh, how do you sleep? I said, I sleep well. He said, tell me how long you sleep. I said, well, I said, what is the strange thing you are doing? I said, I don't do any strange thing. He said, let's review your day. By the time he went through, went through, went through, went through, he said, okay, so you wake up when your children are going to school in the morning, so before seven you are up. I said, oh, yes. He said, do you go back? I said, sometimes I go back, but sometimes I'm able to sleep. He said, okay, fine. So when do you estimate? When do you just like, I can't remember, I, I, I must have slept. That is, I said, after the prayer meeting, he said, what prayer meeting? I said, about uh, 11 11.45, 11.15. I said, okay, good, good. Uh, so we finished 12.15, he said, yes. When did you start that? I said, only recently. Okay, good, 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 good. So... So 12.15. So by 12.30 you are asleep? I said, no. By 1 you are asleep? I said, no. I said, sometimes 1.30. Sometimes 2. I will just be awake. He said, so and by 6 o'clock, there about you are waking up. So you can't do four hours continuously for one week and you won't have a headache. Your body is not used to that. Hear me! The doctor just talks to me. Now I know. I don't have to look for artillery to fight the demon of the headache. The doctor is not of the devil. The doctor is using God's wisdom and knowledge. So with that, I say, okay, sleep, then wake up, or... How is your water drinking? I say, I try. He said, make it more, you know. Okay. 
Ladies and gentlemen, there is knowledge that is more than knowledge. Why did I say that? I trust doctors. I love them. But there are some cases that doctors cannot handle. They will do their best and they say, look, God has to work here. Cancer. Some, they say, ah, we've done our best. At that point, there's a knowledge that's more than knowledge. If God has not written you off or does not determine that that's your end, you will come through according to the power that works within. Even when doctors are prescribing medicine, it is still God that brings about healing. There is always a knowledge that is more than knowledge. He said, you want to operate in this knowledge that is beyond knowledge. What you know now is beyond knowledge. That's the supernatural realm, sir. Ma, it is the realm of love. That was Paul's prayer. You cannot operate like that and not begin to see God move everywhere. So what do you know? Relatively now, let me say this. Now I know that God himself is love. That God is only motivated by love for anything he ever has done and will ever do. Love. For God so loved the world that he gave his own. When we are yet seen as an enemies, he demonstrated his love. How? By sending his son to God is ever motivated. And you are a product of love. If God is love and you are a product of love, you are love. You know why? When I got to 19, 19 says, you know the love of God that passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. You know what? The Bible says that our outward man is daily perishing. Our inner man is every day renewed. <laughs> you can get old, eh? your body can get weaker, but inside you are getting stronger by the day. You know what I know death to mean? Death means that my inner man, for a Christian, my inner man is too strong for my body to hold. Then we shave this body. That's old age. <laughs> you don't regret getting old because there's something in you that is getting younger and stronger by the day. There is. Strike you with mighty little man. Be filled with God. Then the next verse. Now to him. Now you can appreciate why Paul said, it is no longer I, but Christ. It is no longer I, but Christ that liveth in, in me, in me. Jesus is alive in me. It is no longer I, but Christ that Go and make it right in the name of Jesus. Oh, he loves me. I cannot say why. He loves me. I cannot say why. Oh, Calvary tree. He saw. He loves me, I cannot say why. He said, I will not. Mm -mm. Mercy said, no, I will never let you go. I will never let you slip away. You 
don't have to be afraid. Mercy said, No! Sin will never take control. Life and death stood face to face. Darkness tried to steal my heart away. No, 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 no. Thank you, Jesus. Mercy said no. Now I know that love cannot fail. I know. Now I know that nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Nothing. I know. Say that you may know the love of Christ that passes understanding, knowledge. Now I know. That above any commandment in life, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul. Love your neighbor. Sometimes you struggle to love your wife or your husband. How can you love your neighbor? Now I know why. Because Christ dwells in my heart by faith. Now I know how. Because my inner man is strengthened. Oh, now I know that no man can stand before me all the days of my life. Now I know. Now I know that I cannot pay evil for evil. Now I know that I must forgive. Now I know that the only permission I have is to provoke love out of people. Not hatred. Not judgment. Love. Now I know that anywhere I, anywhere I enter, I'm good news. Now I know. Because I'm, I carry Jesus on my inside. Now I know. I'm surrounded with favor like a shield. Now I know. I'm a child of God. Give him praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Wudikoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.